Happy Training Camp 2021, everyone, Texans fans, and all of you listening. It's the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity X-Fi, can your internet do that? Welcome back, everyone. It seems like forever since we have done a podcast this off-season. The first week of training camp is pretty much in the books because we're heading into week two, padded practices to begin shortly, but... In the first five days of practice, we got a lot of interviews from different players, got a one-on-one every single day. So I think this first podcast, I'm just going to put those together for you so you can take a listen to some of my one-on-ones after practice on the practice field. i got to say, it's really, really great to get back to doing interviews with players in person. My very first interview started uh, last Wednesday after practice with Brandon Dunn, sixth-year defensive lineman. And as soon as I was done, I thought, Man, that felt really good to do. And I realized I hadn't done an in-person interview since the 2019 season Pro Bowl. So first time doing one-on-ones. It's great to catch up with a player. So this week's podcast is going to be a big one. We're going to have Brandon Dunn. I've got tight end Jordan Akins, kicker Kaimi Fairbairn, and defensive back Terrence Brooks. So we're going to cram that all into this week's podcast. I'm going to try to keep these podcasts coming fast and furious. So every few days I'll get four or five interviews, we'll upload them, and uh, you can get a chance to listen to them. So first up, let's get into a Brandon Dunn, year six. He started off as an undrafted free agent, and here he is uh, really making a name for himself, and he's really a leader of that defensive line group. Very humble, still very much uh, has a chip on his shoulder, but so helpful to some of the younger players that are in the defensive line room. And he's one of my favorites in interviews, so I thought it was great that we got to kick off training camp with him. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. So, we know we can rely on Xfinity, we know we can rely on Brandon Dunn to bring the fun when it comes to interviews, so let's get right into it. Brandon Dunn on the Deep Slant Podcast, presented by Xfinity. Danny, first day of training camp, how was it for you getting out here? Man, it was good. Uh, You know, a little bit rusty. Uh, Everybody is on the first day, including me, Uh, so... You know, it was fun to be back out here in Houston, getting acclimated. So, you know, we're back in camp, and it's time to grind. Yeah, and this off season, I know you were working through some things. You were rehabbing. How did that go for you? Where are you health-wise? Uh, man, uh, I'm at 100% right now. I got cleared to play in, uh, in, at the end of July. So, uh, not take it back, end of June. So, you know, I'm back with the team. I'm back moving. Just been rehabbing ever since my injury. So, it feels good to be back out here. All right, so Levy Smith's out there. We saw him first training camp as Houston Texans defensive coordinator. What's it like being in his defense? You got to learn from him this offseason. You've obviously learned out of some great defensive coordinators, but what's Levy's style like, and what, what makes you excited about playing in his defense? Um, man, he's, uh, he's an attacking uh, guy. He likes to attack. His defense is all about attacking. And, uh, man, Levy doesn't see it all. So, you know, he's like a, I guess, a walking to source or Webster. You know, you ask him anything about football, and he knows. Uh, you know, it's a great coach to have, especially for me, uh, somebody who can, you know, I'm a guy who likes to pick somebody's brain. And um, that's what I do. So having Coach Levy is a big uh, help for everybody on his defense. All right, Bobby King, we talked to him this offseason. He says he feels really comfortable as a D-line coach. Like, that's where his heart was. So what's it like having him and a room full of guys that's got a lot of veterans like yourself, even from other teams with Shaq Lawson, Malik Collins, and guys like Whitney Merciless and Jacob Martin. Oh, yeah. Give us a sense of what that whole D-line room is like. Man, a lot of experience, man. A lot of guys who, uh, you know what I'm saying, played a lot of ball, a lot of new pieces. So we all got to, you know, figure out, you know, how each other plays. But, you know, Bobby keeps us together, works as hard. He works as hard. Um, you know, as soon as you get out there, we're working. 
you know, it's uh, he has the model, you know what I'm saying? If you work, I give you, I'll reward you. So everybody's come from that same mental, you know, all the guys who's been veterans. So it's like a each, each one teach one situation. So, you know, there's no dumb questions in our room, that's what we say. So everybody just want to learn and, and get better. I know your road has been such a, a such a long one to get here to year six, and look where you are now. Do you ever think back and reflect on where you were as a rookie coming in, fighting for a roster spot, and, and how long you've been able to stick with this team and really make a difference on defense? Yeah, man, uh, I always, always look back, you know, sound reminisce a little bit. But uh, man, with me, I just keep going forward. Uh, you know, I'm undrafted. Uh, you know, some guys didn't even make it make it this far. And uh, for me to be here today in front of you guys is a blessing. You know, still got my chip on my shoulder. Uh, still feel like, you know, you know, some people don't believe I'm supposed to be here. But listen, I'm here to work. I get better. You know, my work does my work and my play is self-explanatory. So, you know, me being undrafted maybe like two years ago, you know what I'm saying, was, you know, a big drive for me. But now it is just getting better and understanding that, you know, I belong here. I can play with, you know, with these guys. And on top of that, you know, my team needs me to win. So, you know, I'm happy to be in the position I am. You know, I'm underdog, and that's, I wouldn't have no other way. All right, before I let you go, we saw the locker room reveal. It looks brand new. It's totally tricked out. And I have to ask you about being DJ Dunny because you are the official locker room DJ. You yeah. were, but now it kind of looks like a club. So does the vibe change a little bit in the locker room? No, no, it changed. Uh, if anything, it's on steroids. If anything, <laughs> the locker room just amplified it. You know, I like to say we got disco lights. We can go between battle, battle red, you know, liberty white, and deep steel blue with the lights. So, you know, it's a fun time, man. Cal really hooked us up with that locker room. So, you know, I'm just really looking forward to getting a W and coming and celebrating that locker room. Week one. All right. We are really looking forward to seeing you here in year six. Brandon Dunn, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Brandon Dunn never disappoints. Um, he was It was so hot and it was so sweaty that first day of practice. We're all out there just dying in the heat. And um, once we talked about music, he really lit up. So if you haven't seen the locker room reveal, the Texans locker room is totally redone. You can just check it out on our social media channels. And, you know, I think it is even on the website in my Deep Slant interview if you watch the video version of it. So Good stuff from Brandon Dunn as always. That D-line group is really shaping up to be something else, something powerful. So uh, be something that we'll want to watch once preseason gets underway. So I'm really looking forward to that. All right, really looking forward to this next interview, Jordan Akins. He's in year four. It seems like just yesterday he kicked off his career with the Texans. We were talking about him getting drafted by the Texas Rangers. But here he is. And you know what? He's having a tremendous, tremendous camp so far. If you read my notes and quotes every day from training camp practice, I feel like Jordan Akins is always making plays. And on this particular day in practice, uh, we watched Jordan Akins and I was telling John Harris, I said, in the one-on-ones, it doesn't matter who's guarding him or who's uh, trying to defend against Jordan Akins. He gets his hands on the ball and he creates separation and he's really, really tough to bring down. You literally have to tackle him to the ground. And even then, I rarely have seen a miss. I don't think I've seen a miss. And in team drills, doesn't matter which quarterback is throwing him the ball, he comes up with it every single time. So he's been a lot of fun to watch. The tight end group, uh, you know, Terod Taylor's out there throwing the tight ends quite a bit. And Jordan Akins, you know, he just doesn't disappoint. So I had a chance to catch up with him. So take a listen to Jordan Akins on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Fresh off the practice field, Jordan, Give us a sense of what camp's been like so far. I know it's really early, but you've been making some nice catches. We saw you out there late getting a, a nice diving catch from Tyrod Taylor. How's it been for you so far? It's been very competitive. Um, a lot of competition, great competition. We're pushing each other, making each other better. So, you know, the chemistry is getting there. You know, me and Tyrod, we've been working, and as well as the other tight ends. So, you know, we're trying to bring each other along and win a couple games this year. 
You are the vet of the, of the group, and tight ends coach Andy Bischoff this offseason said as much, that you're really just a leader in that room. You're willing to do anything um, to learn and get better. But what is it like with this new offense? You still have Tim Kelly there, but then you've got Andy Bischoff, who came from the Ravens. What's it like sort of meshing those two ideas together and, and, and some of the new things you get to do this year? Um, it's great. You know, um, picking, they're picking each other's brain, um, finding ways to get the tight ends more open and get more balls to the tight ends and, you know, just doing what works for the team. Um, as, as well as taking a lot of pressure off the wide receivers and the running backs. So, you know, um, the blocking schemes are a lot better. Um, Andy brings a lot to the table, and it's working in our favor. What about you for strengths and weaknesses? What are some things that you've seen you've really gotten better at over the past few years and some things that you still want to work on here in camp? Um, footwork and blocking, um, as well as being more creative in my routes, uh, creating more separation for myself and being more presentable um, for throws, you know, and um, using my body as well as my speed to go and attack the ball. You're such a dynamic receiver. What about the run game? Because Coach Bischoff said that you guys are basically Swiss Army knives. You're asked to do everything. So how do you view the run game and, and sort of the skill set that's needed to uh, run block there? Um, you have to be very physical. Um, you have to be able to go down in the trenches and hold your weight and move some bodies, um, as well as use your speed to get out on the edge of the um, outside zone. And they've been very creative with the run and mixing in the passes. So, you know, it's, um, it's going to work pretty well, I believe. You know, we're going to buy in and, you know, see where it takes us. How about this off season? What did you get up to? What were you busy working on? Did you get to go anywhere? I know it's a lot different from last year's off season, but how about yours? Um, this year I focused on my body, healing my body, um, a lot of stretching, a lot of body maintenance with my hammies and my calves and, you know, uh, footwork as well, the speed and, um, you know, maintaining my strength as well, you know, getting a little stronger, cutting some fat and picking up more body mass, I mean, uh, muscle mass. So I've noticed that a lot of guys have been changing their numbers, even in the tight ends room. Kahali changed numbers, Brevin Jordan's got the number nine, but you decided to stick with 88. Was there a moment where you thought I might change my number or are you, you really married to the number 88? Um, you know, in high school I was number five, but I was more like a quarterback and a wide receiver and a prime return, kick return. But you know, all the greats were 88, so I switched 88 in college, you know, and I've been a tight end, so you know, a lot of greats, like I say, Tony Gonzalez and a lot of uh, you know, called a lot of people back in the day were 88. So I'm going to under the number, and hopefully I can be considered a great by the end of my journey. I hope you are too. And you know what? I like that you kept with 88 because it's really hard to learn people's numbers, especially when they keep changing. But we always know that 88 is Jordan Aikens. Jordan, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck for the rest of camp. Thank you. All right, great stuff from Aikens. Let's switch gears. Let's go special teams. We've done defense. We've done offense. So let's get somebody off special teams. Uh, you know this name well, Kaimi Fairbairn, year six. And he's quietly just becoming one of the top scorers for the Texans. He actually has the second most points total in franchise history behind Chris Brown. And he's tied for the most 50-plus yard field goals made in Texans history. He's got 14. So he led the NFL in points scored a few years ago back in 2018 and in field goals made. And, and special uh, teams coordinator Frank Ross has been really impressed with what Kaimi did, even in a down year like 2020. So... Always great to catch up with Kaimi. I actually went to Kauai this summer, so I had a lot of questions for him, but I kept my trip out of it. But we did talk about some more Hawaii connections on the Texans with Kaimi Fairbairn. Take a listen. Kaimi, you're out here in camp working on the kicking operations. How's it going for you so far? It's been great so far. We're trying to get our rhythm, um, just one kick at a time, one day at a time, and looking forward to game day and enjoying the process. How excited were you to get John Weeks back for yet another year together? The two of you have really gelled since you've been here with the Texans, but having him as a part of that group, how does that feel? Yeah, I've been lucky to have him. Um, he's been steady uh, year in and year out, always dependable, and um, I'm looking forward to getting another year under our belts together. 
And a new punter in Cameron Johnston. You've got the Australian. Oh, we were watching him kick punts earlier. I mean, it's it sounds really impressive, but, you know, you're the expert. What have you thought of him so far? I, I love Cam. Uh, you know, he's got a kid from Hawaii and a kid from Australia and then my boy Weeksy it's it's a good it's a good trio and then we got Frank and, and Baker out there too so I'm looking forward to our special teams unit and um, getting to work. Special teams coordinator Frank Ross said this offseason he felt like you were coming off your finest year in 2020. It didn't go the way anybody wanted but what about for yourself what did you like about what you did last year and how do you hope to build on that in 2021? Yeah I try to just keep things simple um, you know at the end of the day, you just want them to go through the pipes and take it one kick at a time. Um, when you try to look at it as a whole, you know, you can get worked up in things that don't really matter. So, um, you know, I just try to try to keep things simple and focus on my job. All right, you said a kid from Hawaii, but you're not the only kid from Hawaii on right. this team. The Texan side, Kamu Gruje Hill, who's also in year six. So the two of you, I assume, must have known each other back in your high school days. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, he's been great to have around another Hawaii boy. Can't get enough of him. We always talk about going back home in the offseason and stuff, so um, I, I've really enjoyed having him around. Now, are you two from different parts of Hawaii? Are you guys from different islands, or did you guys know each other growing up? I don't know. How big were the islands, really, when you were playing yeah, football? Yeah, we, we grew up on the same island going to rival high schools, so I always saw him around. Um, we always played sports against each other, um, volleyball, soccer, football. So um, he's a great athlete back in Hawaii. I mean, he, he killed it, so um, it's great to have him on the team. All right, and what about your off-season? What are some of the things that you did getting ready for camp and getting ready for year six? Um, well, I got a puppy, so that's my first oh my dog gosh. ever. Yeah, so that was, that's been fun. Um, she, she's awesome. We named her Mochi. Um, we, we did some traveling as safe as we could. Went back home to Hawaii for a little while for a month, which was nice. Got my tan back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a good off-season. I think Houston will help you get your tan back too, but yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't ask what type of puppy. The fans would be really mad if I yeah. didn't ask. It's a, she's an Irish doodle, half Irish setter, half poodle. The doodles are the best. I have a doodle myself. So congrats on the new puppy and good luck heading into year six, Jaime. Thank you very much. Take it easy. All right, we're going to wrap up this podcast with one final one-on-one -on -one that I got in training camp. And we're going to go back to the defense the way we started this podcast. I had a chance to catch up with Terrence Brooks. He's in year eight, but he's one of the many players that signed with the Texans this offseason. He's got a lot of familiarity with some of these other players that have signed with the Texans as well. And he's back there in the secondary doing his thing with Lovey Smith running that defense. And I have to say, the Lovey Smith defense is really fun to watch. It started off a little bit slow, but in the last few days, every single day, we see a lot of takeaways. We see a lot of forced turnovers. They're having so much fun. That DB's group is having a lot of fun too. And, you know, we talk about all the turnover on the roster. But Justin Reed made a really good point in his press conference after practice. He said, you know, the DB group might be one of the most um, intact groups on the team because they've got a lot of starters and a lot of players that are returning from last year. You've got Justin Reed, you've got Bradley Roby, you've got Vernon Hargraves, you've got Eric Murray, you've got Lonnie Johnson, you've got A.J. Moore, you've got John Reed. I mean, the list goes on and on. And when you think about it, they really do have a lot of players in that DB group that was here that were here in in 2020 so they're all going to make that switch um to the to the four three defense but the back end um you know they just got to work on their chemistry and that's something that i had a chance to catch up and ask brooks about in this one-on-one -on -one. check it out terrence you're one of many guys that joined this team this offseason so let's start there what's the transition been like for you how have you been adjusting to this new team uh, it's been pretty smooth i'm from florida so i love the south so being back here it feels like home to me but um being around a good group of guys, uh, former Patriots where I was last year, um, it just feels good. Just very smooth when we came in. Everybody's got that buy-in mindset, so I love it so far. 
You've got a few teammates that you've played with in the past, right? Jordan Jenkins, mm -hmm. Andre Roberts. So what's it like seeing some familiar faces around the building? Oh, it feels good, man. Being able to connect with guys right away and uh, know you have that common goal with each other and you guys have been there before, it just feels good to, like, pretty much just get the ball rolling. I mean, as soon as we got here, we all, like, saw each other, very happy about it, and it just felt comfortable. So I feel like when you get that type of atmosphere within the team and that, and that carries onto the field, it only does good for you. How about playing in Levy Smith's defense? I know this offseason he talked a lot about getting more takeaways, and it seems like you guys are really doing that here in training camp. So what has the emphasis been like on, on takeaways, and, and how do you guys get to that point where in camp you're really starting to get some? I mean, mainly we just want a lot of guys flying around. That's basically what we want, a lot of vision on the ball, and that's what we've been doing. And you get a lot of guys who are excited to come out here and play just to get back into football and get that flow going again. So when you get guys like that and excited about ball and coming out here, it only makes good plays for you. What's the toughest part of the transition to this new defense? You got a new defensive coordinator, you're new yourself, you got a lot of new players in the backfield specifically. Is it communication? Is it chemistry? What is it? What's going to be the big challenge you work on in camp? Um, it's all of that. I mean, accountability is a big thing too. You expect guys to go in and put the work in and study and just go out there and have great communication with each other. You don't want to be quiet on defense. You want to make sure you talk and be able to get that good chemistry with each other. But um, for the most part, a lot of guys have been pros out here and they've been doing what they're supposed to do to get the job done. All right, I was looking at your Instagram, so impressed with the photography skills because you just have these really amazing shots. So tell me a little bit about how you got into photography and have you found any places in Houston that you really want to shoot? Um, I really got into it with my first son. Uh, when he was born, I just wanted a, a, a good camera for him to get some good quality pictures. And I kind of just fell into it. I started doing some... Uh, interviews and some uh, interning with uh, the Players' Tribune. So I kind of kept rolling with that. And as for Houston, it's been all football for me. So I'll get out there at some point, but right now we're all ball right now. All right, we're looking forward to it, and we've seen you ball out here in camp and continue to have a great camp. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Oh, okay. I hope you enjoyed this first edition of Training Camp 2021, the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. Four interviews. Those are also up on HoustonTexans.com. You can catch the video version of them as well. And I'm going to keep these interviews rolling. We, I did get an, another interview. I was actually on NFL Network on Saturday. They did this back, back to Saturday. Um, uh, show that ran all day. They had representation at every single camp across the league. And so I was their correspondent for Texans camp and I had a chance to catch up with Mark Ingram, but I do not have that in this podcast, but you know what? I'm going to get Mark Ingram during the season on a real deep slant because the NFL network let, let me ask three questions. And one of them was about the fans, but the other two, um, it just went really quick. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was a, a real deep slant where I could get to know Mark Ingram better, but he's been a lot of fun on this as well. So stay tuned. That is going to come up in the future. I'm definitely going to get it, get him again for a one-on-one. -on -one. And you know what? The running backs group, they're a lot of fun to watch. So when the pads come on, that's going to be um, a group along with the O-line that we'll have a little bit better feel for as training camp progresses. And if you want to know what's happening in training camp every single day, if you don't know about Texans Training Camp Live presented by Xfinity, well, you need to just check it out because it is on uh, the Houston Texans mobile app, HoustonTexans.com. It's on Facebook. I think it's on Twitter as well, or at least publish it up on Twitter after the fact, but it's a great show. Drew Doherty and I, we host it from inside the studio. We've got live cameras on the field as players are warming up. We answer fan questions. We talk about some of the top topics of the day, any transactions that happened overnight. It's, it's a really great show to get you caught up with Texans training camp and what's going on every single day because you know what? 
camp is really long. A lot of things change from day to day. But we got you posted. Just check out HoustonTexans.com. And that's going to do it for the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out HoustonTexans.com. We've got stories and press conferences and everything uh, from Texans training camp every single day. And you know what? I'm going to keep these podcasts coming. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.